0: Physically, I'm a dream. Emotionally, I'm a mess. You might want to take a pause before you poke this bear. Hello! Hello. I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And And welcome welcome to to The Real House Bears. Bears. Pot. Cast. (laughs) Was that a a blink in the the matrix? I totally... Did stop breathing. (laughs) I was like, what is he going to do? Is he going to say it? Is he going to do the other half? I don't know what to do next. I'm so afraid. I was proud that you stayed quiet during it. Oh, I almost didn't. I almost didn't because it made me uncomfortable (laughs) for I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, people that aren't going to actually visually see it are going to think that they're like, like all of a sudden their podcast stopped playing or something. I know. Well, then check us out on our social media so (laughs) you can see it yes that is such a plug good job call you lisa barlow let's do this i am a businesswoman you are a businesswoman you get businesswoman lunch specials i need my businesswoman's lunch special right i'm hungry actually because you are a good time girl (laughs) i'm a businesswoman with my good time so that means you're heather gay and i'm lisa barlow is that what's happening that can be good. Hey, we can start. We can be friends. Oh, my gosh. I love this. We can turn this whole feud around. You know what? Anything turn is possible. Turn this feud around. Right. Turn it around. <laughs> 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 yes. i <laughs> um, so... This week the interwebs have been all a buzz about the potential announcement. I don't know if it's been an official announcement, but it looks like the Peacock Plus subscribers might have like a real Housewives All-Stars show. Yes. Where they're like going to throw like- a whole bunch of housewives from different cities in like a house together. Is it gonna be like Scary Island? I mean, it really... or is it gonna be like Treasure Island? Oh. What kind of island is this gonna be? Or is Pleasure it Island? island. Ooh. Or for me, it would be Fantasy Island. <laughs> fantasy Island. <laughs> 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 so I was thinking, like five minutes ago, if they were to just create a Housewives All Stars show, okay, who would your dream cast be? Let me think about it for a second. What? what okay, so is it like all housewives, like even ones that aren't housewives now, like any housewives from any franchise from history, from all franchises? There are th- there really are no rules. They really just have to have been a, a a housewife, or maybe even a friend of. I don't care. Why not? Okay. Okay, I have like an island that I like want people to, like, that... Oh, you're like, on an island, like, Survivor. Yeah, my, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why I'm just picturing an island, because I feel like there's nowhere <laughs> for anybody to go. Jen Shaw will probably prove us wrong. Oh, wow. Well. But there is a place she can go. Right. right. <laughs> there is okay. no place to hold you. Okay. So it's an island. So if I'm doing, like, pleasure island of, like, things that I want to do, like... So you have two islands. Yeah, I'm going to have two islands. Okay, okay. Okay, so, like... That's, like, really giving you some, uh, some work, uh, some easy work ends. <laughs> but that's okay, that's okay. Okay, I'll let you do it. Okay, of course, Portia Williams, my girl. She's going to be on Pleasure She's on Pleasure Pleasure Island Island with me. This is the island I want to go to. This this is like the island in Pinocchio where they all go and turn into donkeys? I hope not. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really dark scene in Pinocchio. When you (laughs) watch it as an adult, that is so dark. Back to Housewives. (laughs) Um, Stephanie Holman. Okay, Portia Williams, Stephanie Holman. I like where this is going. Sonia Morgan. Uh okay. I have a feeling that we're gonna have a lot in common. Whitney Rose. Oh, fun! And of course, Good Time Girl herself, Heather Gay. Heather Gay. Because I already know we get along because we're like best friends now. But... So I'm pretty sure that we have <laughs> we have a our casts are very similar so far. Go ahead. Okay, so the if I'm going island. to do like the scary island, I want the biggest personalities, the most agitated, absolutely. almost probably the most evil ones of absolutely. the franchise. Um, so let's do, um, Teresa. Teresa let's Judice. Do, absolutely. Ju- um, you couldn't, it wouldn't be right if you didn't. I'm gonna demolish your girlfriend, just saying. Jen Shaw. That's the headline. That's bring that's Salt Lake City this. girl there. I lo- okay. I- absolutely, I love it so far. Um, let's do. Oh my God, Jen Shaw and Teresa Judice. Oh. <gasps> That just gave me anxiety. (laughs) Kelly Dodd. Oh my God. I don't know if my heart can take this show. Nene Leakes. What is happening? Carrie Brittenham. Oh my, this is the scariest island that has ever existed. (sighs) Okay. Do you remember? Dang it! I just had her name in my head. Hold on, let me think about it for just a second. Um, 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 the listeners are waiting. I know. I just had it in my head. What was her name? Okay, it was from Melbourne. Gamble. No, not Gina. Not Gamble. It was Petty Fleur. Petty Fleur. Oh my god! Petty Fleur from the Real Housewives of Melbourne. <sighs> Do you remember her? I'm. I I just remember there was a lot of intense personality. You just shocked me. I'm Oh, no, I'm going to shock you one more time. How many people are on this island? I'm throwing one person in there as a random. Who? Cameron Scott. Cameron Westcott. Cameron Westcott, yeah. Cameron Cameron Westcott. On Scary Island? Mm Mm-hmm. They will kill her. She will be... They will literally eat her and use her as a toothpick. (laughs) Wouldn't that be yeah. a TV though? <laughs> I don't know if I. That would like hurt my feelings for her. I love where you're going with that. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like. Poor I think he just needs some random wild card, and I. They think... killed Cameron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they or, broke her. They, they broke um, her. Or
0: Cameron completely snaps and overthrows Scary Island. Or what if Cameron's sunshine? triumphs over you're ruining scary island you're ruining (laughs) scary island for me i don't want that (laughs) don't let there be light all right cameron westcott you can come over to pleasure island okay okay (laughs) i won't do that to you i'm sorry that's like throwing fresh meat to the piranhas (laughs) (laughs) i mean listen you really shook me so success (laughs) success Coming up with Petty Fleur, I'm not going to lie to you, I have a Melbourne girl on my list too, but coming up with Petty Fleur, that was serious. Yeah, like I was trying to think of her name and, and I remember then, that throwing, weird? throwing I mean, poor Cameron Westcott, <laughs> and then I mean, literally, I'm imagining like cock fights and those dog fights that are illegal and stuff. Where like you just that. see hair and fur flying, you the, don't really it, see like, anything else. like poor Cameron. It's like in the old and fans you know, when they get into her- a big fight and it's just a big yes. ball. And of Cameron like has like the longest legs, so I just imagine them using her legs. As t- toothpicks, poor Cameron. <laughs> they broke Cameron. All right. Well, uh, you really took me on a ride there. I'm having a hard time recovering from that. Okay. Well, I limited myself to five women, as was the what I imposed on myself. Okay. Which meant that I had to eliminate a lot of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. So, see, so, I didn't do that. That's why I made I know. Two I ones. know. Now, if I could, if I could, so not on my list, I would add Leah McSweeney from New York, who's not on my list. Okay. I mean, I would add most of the New York cast, to be honest with you. I mean, I had to eliminate a whole lot of women, but you, you basically had to eliminate like two whole franchises right. of women. <laughs> but I limited myself to five because that was my initial restraints. Okay. But I did come up with a good combo of good time girls and and. Some troubled women. Um, So Heather Gay obviously was my first choice. Portia Williams, yes, obviously my girl, and Sonya Morgan. So like we have half the same cast already. But then I was like, now I need to throw in some drama. Okay, and it's gonna stir the pot a little bit. Yes, um, but I wanted. I'm also thinking thoughtful about age ranges, and so I thought the OG of the OC, Vicky Gunvalson would stir up some drama and she's sonia's same similar age so it might like that way it's not like too much team versus team situation you know Mm, and then then, go towards like age like the older's (laughs) younger and then someone who i thought also would be fascinating to round this whole series or cast out is gina leano from melbourne (gasps) Oh my gosh! She'd be great drama. She'd be great comedy. She's a good time. She's fantastic to look at. Oh my gosh! I forgot about her. So uh, that was my my cast. If y'all have never seen Melbourne, find it. It's gonna blow your mind. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> well, let's get into the insanity of our final Salt Lake City episode, y'all. It's time to be really sad right now. You guys, I am. I I'm am. Sad. I'm really, really sad about it. Um, this. You know, we really have been on a journey with these women. We really, uh, we really, really have. have since our honeymoon. Absolutely. In Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, we I mean, I've and since we're all like kind of in the same town, I feel a, a camaraderie and then we've got to, you know, r- fulfill our dreams of meeting one and befriending one and yeah. and it's just been And we became podcasters. Whoever, who would have ever thought that was a thing? And we're doing pretty good. I hope. I mean, (laughs) you know, people are enjoying us, and that makes me so thrilled. It makes me so so thrilled that people are listening and even care that I have anything to say. You know? Well, listen. These Bravo listeners are very passionate about Bravo, uh-huh. and you know what? And I respect that because I am too. You are. I you am. Are. T- I don't really like. I, I think I've probably said it a thousand times. Like, I don't know what to watch other than Bravo. <laughs> Well, it's true. It's 100% true. <laughs> yeah. Like, wh- I don't like when I'm at home by myself and I'm like, "What am I going to watch? I just turn on Bravo and see what's on Bravo. And then if it's something that I've already seen, then I go to the Bravo app and see what I have. Like, I don't know what else to do. I just put on reruns at The Office, 30 Rock, you know. Well, oh, I have been enjoying Modern Family like Modern Family? Oh, God, I love Modern Family. All right, family. anyway, back to the show. We've got so much to cover. So let's, yeah. let's show reverence to our favorite show and then talk about every other show. (laughs) Salt Lake City, we love you. Yes, and um, I'm so excited that season two is already filming, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm already looking forward to what's happening. But speaking of looking forward to what's happening, in the beginning of the reunion, when they do the the coming up in this episode type package at the beginning, Mm -hmm. the editing is extremely misleading. Oh, like, yeah. they put like, sound bites together and scenes together that have nothing to do with each other. Like, it made it look like Meredith and Seth <gasps> were not doing well. And it also looked like Meredith um, was really pissed at Lisa. More pissed than what it's Yeah, <laughs> it was like they did a lot of editing there. Oh, bravo. But we start off and Lisa's still backstage talking to John and gets herself together, takes a deep breath. She got this. And she comes right out. She's good. I'm good. I'm great. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's do that. go. And because, you know, remember that Lisa is in charge of this reunion. Of course. <laughs> so, but she looks refreshed. She's recharged. Yes, Heather Gay looks annoyed. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> and then the husbands come out. And I was like, why is Justin so curious about what Seth is wearing? Is Seth, like, known as the, the most fashionable husband on the show? I don't know. Maybe it's because... Um... I don't know. Maybe do they have a connection? I don't know. I mean I maybe have they got have they I have no idea. I mean, I think that Seth is very handsome. And I thought he looked great at the reunion. I felt like he was a little underdressed, to be honest with you. um, Maybe they wanted to see how underdressed or overdressed they were. Well, all the men, except for Sharif and Robert Sr., are, like, wearing full-on... Yeah, I feel like most of the men were underdressed. Underdressed, yeah. Uh, I thought that Justin, even though he wasn't wearing a tie, I thought he looked really handsome. And I felt like he was wearing some well-fitting, expensive-looking clothes. So, I didn't find him as underdressed as Seth and um, John Barlow, who was just wearing a blazer and a t-shirt. You know how I feel about Justin. I know how you feel he about Justin. He got that shirt open, all cut, uh, uh-huh. buttoned down. He's mm. got a nice little jewelry there to catch the eye like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert Sr. is not at all happy to be there. He's not as strong as me. Yeah, you could tell, you could see all the tension in his mouth. Like, his mouth is so, like, protruded forward, and he's just, like, tight-lipped. Right. Like, he's pissed. I mean, in this entire episode, you really start to find out he was like, I kind of was okay for my wife to do it, but I was not okay with it for me. Yeah, and I completely agree with that, because he knew what was going to come. I mean, maybe he didn't. I mean, do you think that maybe just housewives aren't his thing, and he didn't know what he was getting into? Oh, I think he knew exactly what he was getting into. Okay. And, that, and I think that, you know, you could tell... You know, Mary kind of runs the show in her relationship with him. <laughs> she was so embarrassed of him. She was so embarrassed she was of like, him. We'll get more into that. We'll get I more I do love that. it that when the women are talking to their husbands, they turn around and look at that screen. Yeah. But I don't I, think that's how it's... I think I, they exactly. got to look at the camera. It's, it's Seth and Meredith, too. <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> and Meredith was constantly turning around and looking at him, and he wasn't looking back, <laughs> sister. I don't think. I don't think there's a webcam in but that But you know what? Screen. It would be kind of hard to do that, to, like, talk to your husband and not, like, look at him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just looking at the camera. You're just staring at yeah. him. Yes. Um, I really thought that Seth and I were going to be great, didn't you, honey? Oh, it was really amazing. (laughs) Thank you for telling me that. But it's gone like a little time delay, too. (laughs) How how about if I just, anytime I want to look at you, instead of turning my head, I just look up here at the camera? (laughs) Don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Sharif got his Popeyes, but not that night. No. That chicken, or that uh, shrimp po' boy, Mm -hmm. right? Um, John Barlow can neither confirm nor deny if he was coached by Lisa. I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) I think we all know the answer to that. (laughs) Seth is in Canton, Ohio. Poor Canton, Ohio. And I love it that he says it's like the land of opportunity, just to throw a little dig in there, and Meredith's not pleased. That's a dig. Canton, Ohio has been like the second city of this this show. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What if they had, like, a Canton, Ohio? The Real Housewives, Housewives of Canton, Ohio. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't know what Canton, Ohio looks like, so um, I can't be, I can't say anything. I mean, it. I mean, I don't know either, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Robert Sr. is not traveling because of COVID, and Mary's, Mary says that he's really shy because his answers are really short. Like, he is, he is, he's worked up already. Um, we need to talk about Justin being on the poll. You know, I've been known to be on that poll a few times myself. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I did. Oh, that was next. Justin was next. Yes, absolutely. I got to make sure that we talk about this. Uh, Because he's been on that poll a few times himself. Uh, insert insert dirty comment here. I don't don't want to alienate too many listeners. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) I I don't think anyone even has to be able to see you right now to know exactly (laughs) what you're thinking. So you didn't actually want to talk about Justin on the poll. You just wanted to bring it up so we could all sit and think about Justin on the poll. Mm. Or uh, Justin's polls in general. (laughs) So let's move on to the montage (laughs) of the husbands let 's dive into some I mean, marriages. <laughs> we have been an hour into this podcast, and we haven't even gotten into the, <laughs> the reunion we've just been talking about Justin and his polls <laughs> um so it's the montage <sighs> of the husband, so we have Sharif's party, Whitney's vowel renewal, Marion Roberts senior at home but you literally hear in this montage of the husbands, you literally hear Mary say that it was in the will. Yep. Those exact words are. I was gonna say spoken. that too. Yeah, those exact words are spoken. She it's exactly what she says. Uh-huh. You gotta listen, if any housewife has ever you know, they all learn that like, you have to be honest. You can't get away with lies on this show. And we're seeing you this with Mary get like, away with all lies over, over the, the show. place. <laughs> You know what? I have utter compassion for Lisa and the missed birthday situation. I feel so bad. Even her husband missed it on another time Two and birthdays. on the show. <laughs> to bless I, I would not be happy about that. If the oh. second time around I, when I was a little kid, my stepsister got married on my birthday. She didn't know. She didn't know. And but I was, I mean, I, got, I had a great party to go to, but I was not so, th- I mean, clearly I'm almost 50 now and I'm still a little bit resentful about <laughs> <laughs> Talking about birthdays, mine is coming up. Oh, I know. March 18th, folks. Yeah. Um, my me. mom was almost going to make me share my birthday with St. Patrick's Day, but she held it together. She knew, but she's like, I will cross my legs because <laughs> this kid's been drama and he hasn't even come out yet. I could. Feel the anxiety already <laughs> coming out of this kid. <laughs> so we I, sew it up, whatever and we have to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, John forgot Lisa's birthday, Coach shot and the funeral. So turns out he didn't miss the funeral. He, mi- I think he missed the burial. No, what happened was that wh- before he passed away. Whenever Sharif was there, Jen Shaw's dad showed signs of improvement. So Jen equated Sharif being there mm. to keeping her dad alive. And so when he had to leave for work, she blamed him that he passed away. Oh, Okay, that's what happened. I was like, w- 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 "You've really been giving him a bad rap this season." I mean, that's at least. I mean, you know, we watched this reunion at least twice, and so I paid attention to try to wrap my head because you know I've been very upset about this all season long. Yeah, so I really tried to focus in and really tried because he was like, "I was there at the wake," and then they explained the story about her dad in the hospital and Sharif being there and her dad being seeming well. It sounded like she was really mad at Sharif because he was responding, her father was responding to him and not her. Well, that, you know, that could be something as well. But, you know, I think anyone would respond well to Sharif. He gives off a really positive energy. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I was shocked to find out that he was there at the funeral. I don't know if wake means funeral. Um either way he did, he was there he said he was at the wake maybe just not for he, the actual burial i mean that that's why i think they went through that whole story about yeah, her saying okay. that about her dad in the hospital he was there it's all just sad and i hope that jen shaw can let it go and also not it, well she says here that she did yeah um, Justin received a letter from the church kicking him out, and it was really hard to see him get emotional. You can see how bad this Mormon religion is, affects people, but, like, you can... Okay, so if you grow up your whole life with this community, and then all of a sudden you're ostracized out of that community, you'd have to... I mean, especially staying in Utah, everybody's Mormon. So you, it goes through that Mormon ear, I guess, that you're like the untouchables. I mean, it's all that you know. It's not just a religion. It's a way of life. It's Mm -hmm. all that you know. But I really appreciated the validation for Heather Mm -hmm. seeing Justin get so emotional about it because, you know, people have been... Giving Heather a hard time about not moving on and still hanging on to the Mormon thing and blah, 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 blah. But here we've got Justin who is experiencing that same pain and that same emotion that we've been seeing Heather dealing with this season. So I kind of appreciated that she got some validation there. Yeah, me too. I um, mean, it made me sad to hear her say that she feared that she's going to also get that letter. Yeah, that's going to be. I mean, even if you're still moving away from the Mormon. Religion. It's, yeah. I mean, gosh, what it's, you, like, it's still being denied. Yeah. It's still being turned dismissed. Away. There's your keyword dismissive, dismissive. I love I'm going to use it a lot. Dis- <laughs> Good. I it's, like that. Yeah. It's still being, it's still, it's, you know, it's being turned away. And that hurts for anyone. Um, I, I like Justin's uh, levity there for a moment about wanting the financial <laughs> reimbursement. Amen. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine how much money they put into the church. And then we find out that um, apparently it, divorce is okay. Anyone can all Mormons are divorced half of my family 's divorced, <laughs> according that's to Lisa fine. Barlow, like every Mormon is divorced what do you <laughs> what 's the big deal, Heather? Why are you so holding on to your divorce everyone 's divorced, and that 's why Heather jumps in again later mm-hmm. um, but yeah everyone 's divorced, um, but this is really regardless of the doctrine, I think the bottom line is. The culture is hard on women in particular who have been divorced. Yeah, the more I'm finding out yeah. about it, the more like toxic masculinity is involved. I mean, Lisa was like, John, who is a male, has been divorced. My dad, who is a male, has been divorced. You know, all, I think she said, I mean, obviously her mother has been as yeah. well. But nonetheless, I think it's a bigger deal for uh, women who have been divorced yeah. otherwise. Um, so... After what's, the, what's the seal business? The sealing. So you know that we're not allowed to go into official Mormon yeah. temples. Unless you are Mormon, Mormon. Right. But you can go into Mormon churches. Yeah. So the sealing ceremony is are those ceremonies that are happen in the temple that bond you for eternity, the afterlife. Ernie, Amazing Grace, hit it. Amen. It sounds very cultish. I have no opinion on that. <laughs> I can neither confirm <laughs> nor deny. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert is furious about that grandfather junk. Yeah, the that grandfather That grandfather junk. And you know what? He should be pissed off about it, too, because, like, the, um, Whitney is, and her husband, Justin, are the same age difference, but I don't think Justin gets that type of... Right, of, right because mary no, and Robert senior are older than Whitney and Justin so it doesn't look as and Mary looks very young I think that she Mary's looks very beautiful young. yeah so um but mary is, thinks he's not as strong as she is and she's like yells like be nice. Don't this embarrass is me. This so uncomfortable. It's I a really it. uncomfortable moment. But Mary's embarrassed because Robert Senior speaks just the way she does. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> That's what it is. He speaks just the same I just way didn't, that she does. I didn't know what he was doing wrong. <laughs> she was just embarrassed. Well, you know what? He clearly doesn't have a lot of social graces and is not as eloquent as a lot. You would hope a public speaker would be just like Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like Mary. Again, she was seeing him act like her and she didn't like it. Mary arguing at that screen was just, was upsetting to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Andy asks uh, Robert senior, why he was like hesitant to be on the show and he like chuckles for a minute. And he said, really? Cause he predicted what would happen. Or what happened would happen. He's like, I knew how this was gonna turn out. So you're jumping in something, You, this negativity, we're positive, we're coming together. <laughs> but Barry's love- like, but what about this? <laughs> how about that? How about that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, we made up. We're best friends now, take that. Me and Jen just made up. How about that? How about that? Uh, yeah, I'll embarrass you on TV. <laughs> how about that? Don't try to embarrass me, I'll embarrass you. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Uh, but she wants him. She wants him to like be charming, which he was on the show mm-hmm. in the reunion. He was, on, but on the show he was uh, very charming. Ro- uh, but you know, Robert Senior has calmed down now. Yeah, <laughs> he seems like a nice gentleman. But in general, he doesn't know how to communicate when he's worked up. Um, I didn't understand when he was saying that like <clears throat> she is his co-pastor. And equal and stuff. Is he a pastor at the church as well? No, no, he is the pastor. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, he's like the senior pastor. I had Because I, I never saw him. And then Mary's coming out in like the robes and like the gold she's, microphone. She's the first lady. Sh- Being a first lady, you lead by example. I didn't know churches did stuff like that. I didn't... Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, anything goes... At Mary's church, I'm sure. Look I mean look how she treats people. <laughs> it it's just it's just... <laughs> <laughs> this is a very interesting not I don't know episode. that the rules really apply. <laughs> I don't know if those rules really apply. This is Mary we're talking about. <laughs> this is a married church. But I like seeing him kind of sta- step up and stand up for her. I don't like people messing with my wife. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. But do you honestly see Jen and Mary being friends? No. Out, after I've, this? I have said a thousand times, Jen Shaw does not respect Mary M. Husband. And Mary just doesn't say the right things very well. <laughs> I, I can't wait for season two. Oh my God. Um, so um. Andy asked Robert Sr. what he thought about the drama between Jen Shaw and Mary and clearly he, uh, uh, Coach Shaw didn't like it. Oh no, he asked Robert Sr. and then he asked Coach Shaw. Yeah. And I uh, God, what a good man he is! I know he didn't put Jen Shaw down. Mm-mm. He didn't demean her. Um, he took responsibility on his side. Yeah, for for, no, for nothing, really. But he really he. Apologize on behalf of his family, you know? Mm-hmm. He didn't really apologize on behalf of his wife so much so that she didn't feel singled out and embarrassed. He just apologized for the situation on behalf of my family. I, and uh, how it made them feel. And he's like, this is not my wife. She's working on it, and I trust that she's going to be even better. Yeah. I mean, Coach Shaw is just, I mean, those pep talks, man. Even Andy needs them. Will you be my coach. <laughs> we all need one. We all <laughs> um and then moved to Whitney and her dad Ugh, and this, this storyline which is so upsetting breaking. she hasn't heard from him for a really long time they had a really great relationship and to disappear after her birthday Oh, I had the best makeup too but you know like I hate to say it you know he's using again you don't just disappear and not have contact with anybody that was trying to help you unless you're ashamed the only other thing that I can think of is that resent- he's resentful about the hard time he's received on social media for the show. <sighs> okay, but that's not, that's not Whitney's no, fault. No, of course, but you not. Know what? That's of course just, not. Of it's, course not. Of course not. It's hard to hear that Whitney is continually texting him, like, at least every yeah. other day or every week or whatever. It's still... Putting yourself out there and getting rejection in return. Yes, and then we have a moment of levity with Whitney and her makeup, and then but Andy turns his serious moment into talking about her dad's hair. I'm like, come on, you guys, we have to let that go. <laughs> we have could you? I mean, that's probably why he's disappeared. Is all the hair jokes, myself included, guilty? It's rude it, and it's selfish. <laughs> but I learned uh, my lesson. Um, Meredith is not interested in talking about her marriage with these women I'm done engaging on the conversation I know I was like Meredith, do you realize what show you're on like you can't I understand that she doesn't want to talk about her relationship with these women and she's making like her like she's put her foot down and making a stance but Andy's like, girl, I'm going to dig everything out of you in front of all these women. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. You're on my show. (laughs) Well, they cut to a commercial making it look like Meredith's just flat out not going to talk about her marriage. But But she does. You know, obviously, obviously. And it's hard to hear, you know, separated multiple times, even filed for divorce at one time. Um, But it was nice to hear that the show... Forced them together. And also, Seth taking accountability for working too much and not investing in his family. They both took accountability. It was nice. They was both were nice. saying, like, it was my fault. No, it was my fault, too. Like, it was, it, you know, you know, Bear. And I love, <laughs> you know what I say about relationships, uh, my you know. No, no, you guys. It takes two sometimes to row a boat, you know. And, you know, sh- relationships are like a ship. I'm so glad that this is a finale because we need to use this soundbite one more time. This looks like some real bullshit right now. Wow. <laughs> well. Um, it was really see, d- sweet to see him stand up for Brooks, calling saying that he's the sweetest human being alive, and I thought that was sweet. Whether you agree he or not. He might be. I don't know. We didn't see any of that. You guys are being really annoying. Thank you, bro. Um, it's, and, and Lisa always cries when she talks about Saradith <laughs> and Neff's and and relationship. <laughs> Serotonin and meth's relationship. That's like offensive. When she takes her serotonin and meth, she gets very emotional. Oh my gosh. It's hot in here, you guys. But especially now, uh, but especially now she really gets emotional about it. And imagine how exhausted these women are, though. Well, they, what was it? They were 13 like Thirteen hours. Thirteen but, hours, and, and like, they, who knows how much in they, the they home, st- These poor women, I would be crying about anything. I say I'm going to so slip, slip saying, my wrist crying. all the time. It's okay. I would be crying <laughs> about anything. I'd be so tired, so hungry, so aggravated. <laughs> I would just be crying. I would just be crying. (laughs) Sitting there bawling, I can't take anymore. What's wrong with you, Corey? Nothing. I'm just sad. (laughs) Everything. I I just want to go home. (laughs) This seat hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then this is why Heather's like, okay, so Lisa, if you care so much about their divorce, why don't you see why divorce was so important to me? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like kind of Heather maybe interjected at herself at a moment Then it, it kind of felt like this was a weird placement. But it was true. It did. It made absolute sense. I'm not yeah. saying it didn't make sense, but I was like, where did Heather Gay come from all of a sudden in this conversation? But that's the thing is that's, why is why is Jen Shaw, why is Lisa being so passionate about all these other people but nobody is passionate about anything that's going on in her life Absolutely. when she's going on with the same, dealing Absolutely. with the same issues? Absolutely. I think that it's people irritating. don't really understand how the beginning of this process um, Lisa made Heather feel undervalued oh yeah I don't think people really get that I don't think um, and there's so much that I'm sure that we never saw on screen and I I mean Whitney says the same thing she feels very dismissed by Lisa and no respect you know and then, but Jen Shah, and then And then moving on, though. But Jen Shaw doesn't want to talk about the, all the shit she stirred with it's Like, why even talk about it? Yeah. And he's like, well, it was kind of the show. Right. Like, it's not and very much it a It's a big storyline But line I don't plot. want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. We don't need, we don't need to talk about that. Jen Shaw and her apology tour. But, you know, part of it is, though, something that we need to remember. Anytime that you talk about anything on camera... You're putting it out there for the world. Mm -hmm. So Jen Shaw's like, yep, I did bring it up, and I probably even initiated it. But you know some other people brought it up on camera too. Yeah, I'm not alone here. Just because they were talking to each other and not talking to the rest of the ladies, it doesn't mean that they weren't talking to the rest of the world. But I also think uh, Heather and Whitney Called Meredith and apologized. Oh, and, and intent is key. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just talking about Jen Shaw's oh, yeah, side of things. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jen Shaw was definitely being sneaky, whereas Heather and Whitney were just talking. Yeah, uh, in the car on the way to the scooter. and you know Jen Shaw does this apology to multiple women's again and again. No apology to Heather. Well, she did. she apologized for that one specific individual thing. Hmm. <laughs> um, so the husbands were dismissed, and I was like, why were the husbands really here? Was there any value in anyone other than Sharifa Roberts Sr. being there? I mean, like, Justin got to pretty much only talk about the stripper pole, which was probably enough value for you. <laughs> so um, I didn't say John maternity. Barlow, they didn't ask him a single question yeah, after uh, he... Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. That's who I was thinking about. Yeah, they that's didn't ask that. him a single question after they asked him if Lisa prepped him. So I was like, really? You guys could have just had Sharif and Robert Sr. there and have the same exact scene. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and then finally, recapping the Vegas trip. And when they show Jenshaw watching this package, again, she just looks exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily about what's happened on the show. She just looks like they've been through a long freaking I mean, I thought Jen Shaw looked kind of like... Um like tranquilized throughout the whole episode uh, Well, whole by season. now, and by now she's like not the whole season the whole reunion yeah she's, but she's about ready to be wiped out by this point I bet you be <sighs> um, so the finale mask was addressed can you believe they finished literally wrapping the weekend before lockdown which means though the beauty lab and laser had their grand opening right before they had to the lock down isn't that Shh, I think Heather Gay said two weeks they, uh, two weeks after grand opening they had to shut down that is doors. so upsetting. I know. <laughs> All that but you know money what? invested. But they are doing very good right now. Well, good, good on them. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. Now, I thought when they addressed the Finale mask, I thought I saw you write down some furious notes. Did you have anything that you wanted to say about the Finale mask? No, okay. I, I just I'm um she just wanted it to be fun and different and i applaud that you know what i honestly have been doing the face mask at my events and stuff way before covid way before meredith you go i have a couple different like i got this big crystal bull head that i put on and You'd stuff you a like, i am a, i am a trend center so like i was inspired by meredith just trying to have fun I, and i loved it loved it. i was, I was it. glad for it people gave it a lot of crap but you know what People don't understand things, and they It's fashion. They you wouldn't it. understand. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Jen says that she forgives easily, but she needs closure. I'm like, girl, what does it take for you to get closure? I, I guess <laughs> apologizing doesn't get closure. Like you didn't forgive Whitney easily in the hot springs by the mm-hmm. time we got through. What, what did you need for closure, girl? Um... Slit rest. <laughs> Poor Whitney, she was like, Man, I was so excited. Lisa and I were like becoming friends. I know. She I was walked, excited. She's like, oh, yes, in. "Vegas, <laughs> Um Does Jen Shaw make you choose sides? Does she preach loyalty but not show it back? And everyone raised their hands except for Lisa, mm-hmm. which is confusing. Lisa, I don't think that there's anything like maybe there is something like dirty going on there, and, I, and I'm being naive. I just really think that we're really seeing the heart of Lisa that we didn't see during filming. I think, honestly, that... When she ran into Jen Shaw in the elevator, leaving Vegas, we didn't get to see the conversation they had, but I think there was something deep that they went through and talked about and connected there. And that's why Lisa is like, I'm not going to abandon somebody that's broken or damaged, you know? And Meredith calls her out. Meredith's like, would you say the same thing about me if the roles were reversed? Mm -hmm. Meredith is not taking nobody's nothing. Um, And and Meredith did not ask Lisa to choose a side. We talked about that. Yeah. For a moment, it looked like she was going to, but she never really did. Um, and Meredith is not hurt by Lisa's friendship with Jen Shaw. Even though Jen Shaw talks crap about Meredith, but I—I I mean, she's perplexed by it. Yeah, but she's not upset by no. it. Um, but Heather is tired. She's over it. She has no more patience. She has, no, she really doesn't have a lot of much more compassion or empathy for um, Jen or Lisa right now. So she ate up Lisa in the last episode, and now she's ready to chew on Jen Shaw for a while. Oh my God, the things that Jen Shaw said. To Heather Gay yeah. is uh, I, like so unforgivable almost. Yeah, start like, chewing, start. Chewing. And I just cannot believe that Jen Shaw needs Heather Gay to bring that up to her for her to apologize. Absolutely, like, Jen Shaw, do you not feel any remorse for what you did? <laughs> yeah, no, you, Jen. No, Jen's like no. They were in response to something, but she doesn't remember. Um, yeah, but they, everything's no, no, in a no, no, response. No, no. It's like that. I don't. Uh-uh. Her responses are to tear somebody's body dysmorphia, and also to kill them. Like that is some toxic Absolutely. attacks. <laughs> I say chew away, Heather, because mm. I, when I found that out, I was like, th- "There's nothing that could have happened that would make me post something on social media like that about." it. Well, sex. it's confusing that Jen Shaw is so upset with how she got treated because of her skin color, and she is being a bully to everybody oh, and we're like tearing get into them that down. In a second, we are definitely that's coming up very very soon. Yeah. But first, we got to wake Mary up. Why did it fall asleep, I don't think. (laughs) It's not the first time this has happened, though. Yeah, Ramona. Ramona has fallen asleep. Ramona has fallen asleep. But, dang, you know, when when Mary falls asleep and when Andy calls on her and she whips up and looks, that reminded me so much of being in school and falling asleep. And they call your name and you're like, what? A. Or or is it 163? Absolutely. Kentucky. (laughs) Whatever the answer. (laughs) 100%. But Mary's on it. She's got this weird clairvoyant, like, clarity (laughs) thing that just pops over her randomly. (laughs) Right. So um, Jen felt, so we're getting ready to get into this race thing in just a moment because Jen felt attacked by the hypnotist. She said when she, she raised her hand against Heather Gay because she felt alone. She said she couldn't talk. And she said that that type of language is offensive to her as a woman of color. She felt like she'd been poked for like four hours. She felt like she'd been poked and told that she wasn't. She couldn't have a voice. I think that's yes. what is she's really focusing Which on. Which the whole episode shows, just Jen having her voice. But anyway, but Jen says that you can't call a woman of color aggressive. Now, I, you know, I am a white man, so I really don't feel like I have a lot to say about this other than Black Lives Matter. You know, exactly. But um, I've, you know, all over social media, there have been people of. Uh, various skin colors who have been like, Genshaw, you are correct. Using words like um, aggressive or bully towards a person of color who is not being aggressive or bullish mm-hmm. is racist. However, when you're being aggressive, you're whether you're black, white, brown, male, female, whatever it is, you're aggressive. Threatening somebody's life is aggressive. I Absolutely. don't care what color you are or sex. And you know? in the finale, I remember very clearly Jen Shaw saying to Whitney, I know that I I can be aggressive. Those were her exact you words. Because I was yeah. like, "Uh oh, this is going to come up. I'm going to use this against her later." <laughs> I know you. You brought that up on a also, previous episode. Yeah, because I'm aware that you can't use those words against a person of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, unless they're being, you know, and especially in these times right now, if there's so much racial tension in the world. um It's, it's unfortunate. Um, and the, Heather feels like a lot of this racism talk is pointed towards her. Um, Jen says that she didn't feel it that way. I don't get... I feel like Heather Gay is the kind of person who's always looking to meet new and interesting people who are different than her. Broaden her horizons. Yeah, so I don't really feel like this is a... Con- I mean, we white privilege is real, mm-hmm. as the lady said. White privilege is absolutely real. But I don't think that Heather Gay is a, a person who is not practicing being the best that she can be as far as this type of situation is concerned. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. And you could see how upsetting this is to Whitney as well, because she calls... Justin right away and be like, the race card was pulled up. I don't know how to go about this. I want to understand. I need to. Uh, She she doesn't want to say the wrong thing. She wants, because it's a serious matter. For sure. And, you know, even right when the show was starting, Jen was posting all kinds of stuff, calling out, Cast member for being racist. Did you know that? I didn't see. Oh that. no, it was a huge, huge thing. Oh. It was a huge, huge thing that she was calling out a cast member for for being racist. But at the end of this reunion, I still don't know who it was. Was it Whitney? Was it Heather? Was it Mary? And, you know, she's even cu- so. I don't know who she was accusing of being racist. She never really ended up calling any in particular person out for being racist. Yeah. But she went off about it at the beginning of the season on her social media. Oh, okay. But know, it ends up being a good, like, heartwarming moment about, uh, this positive about racial equality. I mean, it turned, they, you know, they turned it into a learning moment, for sure, mm-hmm. I hope. I hope. Um, you know, hopefully we're all trying to learn about that. So, finally, we're wrapping it up. What are we, are we at, like, 45 minutes into this podcast now? Have we been babbling on And for, <laughs> oh, we are. Okay, so what has everyone learned about watching themselves? Uh, Lisa wants to listen more. Mary wants to speak clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Jinshaw wants to be a better communicator and a friend that can be trusted, and Whitney just wants to work on her timing and delivery <laughs> and, and owning her voice and <laughs> speaking like, more. Just yes. like a pizza company. Meredith is just angry. Real, to be honest with she, you, she didn't it doesn't I don't know what she learned. She might have learned that trust has to be earned. What, I don't know. Well, what she learned is that she gave everybody respect, and she didn't receive that.: That's well, all she learned. That's a tough lesson to learn, I guess. And then Heather has learned to speak up for herself. And then how wonderful is it that they end up with a meatball toast? Well, I have good news for you. I know you love meat in Utah. Utah loves meatballs. Especially as hungry as these women probably are. Oh my gosh. But did you see um, uh, Mary? She's like, oh, meatball. She got super excited. But when she got it, she smelled it. I don't think she ate it. Oh, thanks again for giving my putting my anxiety up worrying about Mary's eating <sighs> habits. I'm sorry. Um, I like the Jen Shaw would give it you know a fine toast, but I like that Lisa chimes in with to meeting in the middle. <laughs> I know, I thought that was. And cute. then uh, <laughs> Heather is like, "How many licks does it take? How many licks does it take?" Yes, <laughs> one of the best. And then Mary tries to eat the fake snow. You guys, I don't think that's. Good. Mary tries to eat the fake snow. Let me say that one more time. <laughs> Mary tries to eat the fake snow. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It is indoors. That's you know, all I'm saying. It, it could be confusing to some people to see it snowing indoors and not think it's real. Can't, right? No. Or like feel not. it on their skin and not feel that it's cold. You know, it's a common mistake, Bear. I I, I go out and I eat fake snow all the time. Accidentally. So if you had to give <laughs> a, the gold ribbon to the winner of the reunion, not of the season, because we all know that Heather Gay won the season, but <laughs> who do you feel, I mean, Heather Gay could have also be your choice for winning the reunion, but who no, do you feel I'm say, won the reunion? <clears throat> I don't think she, I'm going to say Mary. Because she had so much clarity at some points. In the first episode in particular. Yeah, and it's just the clearest I've really... She became someone her. you started to see, and he, well, we got to know Mary in the reunion. Yeah, and so I, I kind of feel like she kind of won it, you know? Okay, awesome. I'm going to give honorable mention to Heather Gay because Heather Gay found her voice. Oh, of course. And it's what we've been waiting on all season long. Every The world has been waiting for it. Yeah, so I, I am going to give, but... I'm going to give Lisa Barlow the actual medal for kind of waking up figuratively as well. I love that. You know, like I said, I don't really feel like that we got to know Lisa until starting in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And so in this reunion, I feel like she showed all of the colors. Like, she got mad. She was up out of her chair. She was taking control. She became a big personality that she was not so much on the show. Yeah, So... Gosh, Salt Lake City Housewives, I am so thankful <laughs> to have this show, to have had this first season, and it really truly was a life changing experience for oh, me. 100%. Life changing. So. Let's, um, I'm getting a little emotional, so let's take a little bit of a break. (laughs) And then we will come back and talk about New Jersey. Well, it's not going to be good, let me tell you. Yes, let's talk about Jersey. Bye. And welcome back. Welcome back. Now, New Jersey, still no taglines. Yes, I'm I'm a little like they you look it up online, and they have oh, taglines. Yeah. There are taglines. And actually, I was listening to a podcast with one of them the other day, and they mentioned their tagline. And I was like, well, unless we look into it, we don't going to know what you're talking about. Well, I think maybe one of these days, even if they do it or not do it, we're going to have to do it. Well, just not on these episodes that have two. Yeah, there's <laughs> just so, so much going on. You yeah, know, we, like we have a You can't throw in taglines when you're starting off with Teresa saying, see you next Tuesday about a times. times. Yeah. Taglines. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder what's going on Tuesday. <laughs> it's always such a popular day. <laughs> Teresa is really excited to see Jackie on Tuesday. Uh, what is? Tuesday? Oh, Taco Tuesdays. Uh, oh, oh, that. My gosh. Uh, why is Teresa mad about that? Are they? D- you guys, we are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> But I, get, I really think, again, the winner of this scene is Margaret. Just like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? I love her, like, frantic panicking during it's this so scene. Funny. And after, like, Teresa's, you know, screaming, see you next Tuesday 123 times, at the very end, it's Margaret going, oh! <laughs> 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 this episode is what I want to do to Joe Gorga. Oh. Licked. Up and down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not the fam- not a family podcast. Oh, are we talking to- let's do this like whole fantasy island thing, but let's just do all the husbands. Oh my god, no. We gotta <laughs> stay on the show. Stay on right. the show. So we open back up after the tornado of curse words from Teresa. And you know, this is right away the setup for the whole show. There's two rules in this front group. Do not use analogies. Never use analogies because no one in this group understands it. Or talk about people's kids. And never bring up kids in an argument. Well, well, you know, for anyone who's been watching Jersey since the beginning, you know that just bringing a kid's name up is off limits. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) Margaret was dead set on like, listen, um, Teresa, she doesn't, she reacts too quickly to be able to get kind of any analogy that you're trying oh my. to, hear to her. <laughs> well. The second she heard Gia's name, it yeah. shut everything down. Yeah, she's not going to hear anything else that you said. Teresa now, went bananas. I went f-ing bananas. Yes, and apparently Evan has gone bananas. You know he's been nothing but cool since they've been. Jackie's been on the show. Like he's been kind of quiet and kind of unassuming. But it's like really affecting Jackie. Oh, it's affecting. Like she's walking around. Like she's walking around on eggshells at home. It seems like. Oh yeah, because Evan, Evan is furious. Is not on the show. Jackie's on the show. Mm, Oh God, yeah, and it's just like Robert Senior getting dragged into it for the grandpa effort. So what about the trip? Well, Jackie's not going to go if Therese is going, and Margaret encouraged her that. It's going to be made right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do want to say Margaret looks really good. She doesn't have a lot of makeup on, I don't think. I like think. it when she doesn't wear a lot of makeup. I think She looks really good. It looks best for her. Yeah, I think she looks great. Just no more facelifts. That mouth is just going to get spread to your cheeks. Yeah. I mean, to your <laughs> uh, earlobes. Right. Now, um, Teresa... Is- Someone talked about her daughter. My daughter. Her daughters. My daughter. Uh, She's fuming. She's about ready to stab someone in the kitchen. I'm surprised she, (laughs) I I bet she hit somebody with her car on the way home after that. (laughs) Just to, like, get some steam out. And, you know, the first person she calls is Jackie's friend, Melissa. Because it's been a point of contention that Melissa's friends with Jackie, even though Teresa doesn't like Jackie. And Teresa's like, Melissa, now you can't be friends with Jackie anymore. She's so happy to tell her that. Oh, she's so happy to say that. She's so happy to tell her about that. But Teresa doesn't believe that she spread a rumor. Oh, Melissa totally calls her out. I mean she t- <laughs> she told everyone there, her friends and her family. And, and like pretty much anybody else that was there. But you know, it was just cam- them. And again, on <laughs> camera. First of all, I didn't I didn't tell everyone. I told you, my sister-in-law, like my friends and my family. Again, you know if you're saying something on camera, you're making a big deal. So what's funny about this is in the beginning, I think Margaret, or one of the ladies, says Teresa went bananas. And then right here, when she when Teresa is talking to Melissa, Teresa. Teresa says, I went bananas. I went f-ing bananas. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is really funny. She did go to bananas, but she wants to slice and dice Jackie with her tongue. I'm going to demolish your girlfriend. Just saying. Uh, um, but again, I, Teresa is thrilled to get to call Melissa. And Melissa's like, but wait a minute. I know you, Teresa. Yeah, let me talk to Jackie and see what really happened. (laughs) Exactly, because she does not believe her that she would just say something like that with nothing behind it. Uh, And then Jennifer, we moved to Jennifer going to her mom's house. So I'm glad that we're finally seeing getting to see the mom's side of it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, we've seen throughout since Jennifer's been on the show that her mom has maybe not been. The most open minded, the most. She seems very stubborn. And the fact that she's calling the baby by a a different name (sighs) is very disrespectful. And she says it's because of how much her husband has hurt her. Yeah. Apparently, that's his name. They they use his name. Um, So she won't use his name for the baby. And I'm just like, don't involve this infant in your guys' quarrel. And who's Brian? Why is she calling him Brian? I guess his middle name or something. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I it's guess. his middle name. I was like, did she just give this kid some random name? I don't like John. I'm gonna call him Brian. Uh, <sighs> but- Kyle, <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Stephen, you over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, she feels like she's better off without him anyway. I'm better off without him anyway. Yeah, um, um, but she but she obviously yeah. says that he is being insanely mean to her i don't know and i don't see that at all and neither does their family so no. and, and again she's kind of a tough person to like i have you know she's very independent and seems. ah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> jennifer is being really sweet though and you know compared to the jennifer aiden of yore this really seems like a different person and i'm really excited like I, again i said Maybe last week that she didn't used to be one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. but I really love every moment she's given me this. I mean, she hasn't had a whole lot of screen time yet, but I really like who she's being and how how she's taking care of her parents, both sides of her parents. It sucks to find out that they were in an arranged marriage and you know... Like with most housewives on this show, once the kids are out as a buffer, like not in the home anymore, all of a sudden they have to come to reality of who they're with. And if you're in an arranged marriage, like, God, what if you hate that person? Like, it obviously seems like they don't like each other. Well, instead of divorcing, they're just going to live apart. I mean, at that age, they're probably not all that much interested in finding a new mate. Well, look at Dolores' family. Yeah, well, then we moved this to Dolores and Let's her do mother. Let's do this. I, I thought it was really cute. She's like, Mom, you can take your mask off. We're social distanced. We're social distanced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fifteen grandchildren. Nope. You know how happy of a grandmother she is? Uh, like, I, she's got to be so... Like, my mom has, like, fifteen grandchildren, and she spoils them rotten. And she enjoys it so much because she just like gets them all like hyper up and like spoiled, and then sends them back off with their parents. Well, but she like they she's lonely because she's used to having all of those grandkids there. I know. Uh, And she loves Frankie, but who doesn't love Frankie? Mm -hmm. But her mom is just absolutely adorable. Her mom is absolutely adorable. Yeah. Now, Dolores says that her relationship issues with David are because of his issues of commitment, not hers. You know, he didn't engage. He didn't propose. Yeah. But to be honest with you, Dolores is still holding steadfast, like, look, we're not engaged. I have no obligation to tell him that I'm having these elective surgeries. Yeah. I think I'm still kind of on David's side about that, just because, like, I'm going to be taking care of you after this. Or at least I want to take care of you after this. Plus, I'm a doctor. I want to make sure that you're being taken care of and you're going to some place that's safe. and, And plus, I just care about you. Yeah, I do like that her mom kind of helps Dolores see it in a different light. Of like from David's side, but then Dolores is like, Mom, that's that's not who you are. She's like, Well, yeah, I know. You can't fight the DNA, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that D- Dolores's parents are kind of the same as Dolores. Yeah, their parents are separated, and it just works for them. They're like in separate homes. They're not separated, but yeah. they live in separate homes because the mom didn't want to leave, and the father had to leave. So you could kind of see the apple didn't fall far from the tree yeah. there with relationships. Uh, yeah, Dolores is making more and more and more sense. And I will say, if you listen to the Daily Dish podcast or even if you don't listen to the Daily Dish podcast, um, there's an interview with Dolores this week, which is awesome. You really get to know more about Dolores and her experience with um, David and Frank and Frankie and every it's um, I give it a, at least give her interview a listen, it's really it's really worth it. Um, it made me love her even more. So Dolores calls Margaret to give Margaret the scoop Of the daughter scandal, my daughter, the daughter, my daughter, the daughter, the daughter, the daughter scandal scandal that Jackie said, my daughter, um, Dolores, like, wow, she sure threw gasoline on that fire. She just took gasoline and threw it on a fire. I mean, (laughs) Dolores. I mean, everyone is right. To be smart as Jackie is, you should be smart enough to know that as soon as you say Gia. Conversation's over, especially in the New Jersey franchise. You yeah. can't say anything about family. I, or and kids. I, I mean, I get, it. I get completely what Jennifer was saying. When, or, or I mean, um, not, Dolores. Do, no, not Dolores. Um, Jackie. Oh, and I get oh, what, what Jackie, Jackie was, was saying, saying about it. Yes, but um, again, it was time. a bad analogy, and yeah. like they said, Good analogy. She nobody knows what analogies are in the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we go with Teresa calling Jennifer to tell. Ja- tell what Jackie said about her daughter. My daughter. Right. Because- so the the, the daughter scam. My daughter. Yeah. And, <laughs> Je- and Jennifer's like, what's going to happen if you both go on the trip? Teresa's so excited to be saying all this. Oh, stuff. She She's wants calling every annihilate. single person. She wants to annihilate. Uh, and and she, I love it. She's like, well, what did you say after she said that? Oh, I called her see you next Tuesday like 20 times. Right. I called her the in <laughs> word 20 times. <laughs> oh, I like your Teresa impression. <laughs> <laughs> kind of came out there at the end. <laughs> so, uh, now, now, Melissa calls Jackie so that she can finally get, you know, the other side of the story. Um, Jackie was like, you know, it was an analogy, and analogy. Melissa's like, you don't understand. Teresa doesn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But, you know, really, again, year after year after year, they always say, you don't talk about each other's children. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dolores is packing while Frank watches. Big Guidette population at Lake George. I'm sure you guys will fit in like a fart in church up there. <laughs> <laughs> is it weird Dolores talking about her boyfriend with her ex husband. Is it just a little offsetting to you? Like, not at all. Not anymore. Like I like I can't. Yeah. I can't okay. be upset by it. Well, anymore. no, not upset because again, I'm totally <laughs> down with to I'm totally down with Dolores' arrangement. Like she's living the best life as far uh, as I'm concerned. But it would just be it's just strange to me to I guess maybe I'm just not that close friends with my exes <laughs> well it's it, like I can kind of get it cause like I'm best friends with my ex but I'm not gonna go live with him and like spend all my time with him plus being in a relationship with you I mean what if I got a fake penis uh, you, you're darn right <laughs> <laughs> But Frank cracks me up at this point. He love him. is so funny. He, a guidette? Is that a real thing? A guidette? Yeah, a, a guido demon? and a guidette. <laughs> love yeah, that. Yeah. That's old school, like Jersey Shore. That's old school. I didn't yeah. watch Jersey Shore. Yeah. Well, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jackie's not going to go on the trip. Mer- um, Margaret, I wrote Meredith. Margaret <gasps> thought she was going to cancel, uh-uh. um, but decided to just keep on going. <sighs> She's going to try to get Teresa to apologize for what an asshole she's being. Perfect opportunity for us to all tell Teresa what an asshole she's being. I do want to say, I want to go back to this Frank and Dolores situation. Okay. Frank is, seems like a charming, handsome, well-rounded kind of guy. Do you, does he have like, I haven't watched every single season of New Jersey, but does he have girlfriends, like, coming around oh, at oh, all? Oh. I mean, is he not destroying that town? Come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's single. He's, he's high. I don't I... know. I don't know. I can't. He's got a great friend. I have seen every season, but I don't recall. I think there was a season when Frank might have, like, maybe even last, I don't remember. Okay, I, you know, I don't I know. Frank, go out there and just, de- let's have a show of you just destroying the town. Right. <laughs> so Melissa shows up with three, to, um, to Margaret's house with Three suitcases, two more bags, and a purse. And then, what's the deal? Do- do, do do all Jerseyans drink iced coffee? I didn't notice that. Oh no, no, no! It was because their coffee machine wasn't working, and all they had was iced coffee. Oh, uh, But she offered Teresa iced coffee in the episode before, and then oh, when okay. we get and I, I noticed know. when they got to the cabin, the refrigerator was full of iced coffee. I'm like, Oh, okay. I missed Is that. Is that a thing? I Is missed that, a, that. I mean, I, that's what I drink, but I was like, Is this a thing? But I do love that she put the iced coffee in a huge red wine glass. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but the I. I love the scenes of them looking back outside and watching the luggage pile up as all the women are getting there. I know it's insane. I was like, "Oh, it's getting bigger!" And again, they're probably probably only going to be gone for like a weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Now, here we have a Salt Lake City moment. Between Jennifer Aiden and Melissa Gorga. Who didn't say hello to whom? Mm. Who didn't greet who? And they're nasty to each other. I I was like, this is, I'm having deja vu here. Kiss my ass. Yeah. I was totally having deja vu. Um, Dolores shows up and makes the dog pee. Yeah. And she (laughs) yells at Joe, Joe. Joe, go and clean up the paint. Joe, Joe. <laughs> um, Lexi. I, so, Lexi must be a friend of the, of the creative director. She's, uh, I, she's got a great Jersey accent, also. Isn't oh, yeah. She, isn't it Jersey? Or is she? Yeah. Uh, I need to apologize for my Jersey accent on the last episode of the podcast. I that don't think horrendous. you should. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should embrace it. I okay. thought it was fun. I don't think anyone really thought that you were going to be like a linguist. No, I like it. when I listened back to it, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, so you know, the rest of this episode, there's lots and lots and lots to talk about. But really, the rest of this episode is just recapping the fight between Teresa and Jackie. It was an analogy. I f- her and her analogies. Really, that and then. Teresa constantly bringing up the story about Jackie. Where I come from, girls want to know. Oh my gosh, she is constantly bringing up that Jackie is not there. It's so annoying. She's like being such a mean girl. I know, like trying to turn all everyone against her. Jackie says, so, so Teresa again says Jackie went after her daughter. My daughter. But Margaret says Jackie is the injured party here, not Teresa. Mm-hmm. Jackie, again, was just giving an analogy. How many times do we can say this? Analogy. Um, but you know. Well, and, uh, you know, Teresa says that, you know, she would want to know this, blah, blah, blah. But it flashbacks to how hypocritical Teresa is in that scene with what's her name? Talking about how she saw her husband sleeping with people. And she's like, well, did you see anything? Well, no. Is there proof? No. Well, don't be talking about it. Uh, uh, oh, it's uh, the exact same situation. It's a contradiction after a contradiction yeah. after a contradiction. Did you see Joe walking all the ladies to the van with the umbrella? Yeah, and the construction worker with um, barely any hair, but still pulled back into a ponytail. I did not even notice that. Oh, I noticed that right away. That is hysterical. Completely bald on the top, hair on the sides, but pulled back into a ponytail. That is hysterical. Um, so, Margaret explains that her family used to visit Lake George where they're going. And then, of course, Teresa just brings up I mean, how, how much fun are we going to have because Jackie isn't there? Yeah. Just again. <laughs> she, Teresa, again, doesn't believe that she spread a rumor, which I don't know how she doesn't understand. She said that. she would never throw somebody under the bus. What? <laughs> and then we find out that Teresa finds Evan attractive. Looking at Evan, and he looks like a suave kind of guy. He's very good <laughs> looking. I don't know. Yeah, she said that she said this. he was suave. I know. I don't know about this. What do you, what don't you know about it? I don't know what Teresa's up to. Saying that. Oh, I, don't, I think it's. I think it was just something that they had talked about before, okay. and someone brought it back up. Well, Teresa's hormones are like out of control. Yeah, I don't right now. No, I think someone else brought it up that Teresa uh, okay. had found him know. attractive in the past. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Melissa says that no one should say anything without receipts, but Teresa like, but she should be able to stand up for her man. No, Teresa. She shouldn't have to even have to stand up for him. Teresa is just projecting her own issues on this situation because of like the whole her dating people and saying that they cheat on their wives, and she's like, "Well, then obviously these people are doing it too." Yeah. Well, Margaret is like, "Okay, let's let's steer the conversation another way." Yes. Please. Let's steer this conversation to Frank and David going to the firearms. We're gonna go do manly stuff and shoot some guns. <laughs> yes. Um, who who now? Who was Old Man Rambo? Was it David or Frank? Oh, old Man Rambo over yeah. here. Frank. Because he had man. that hot little vest on. So hot. Frank is like the self-proclaimed champion. He is talking it up. But that's what these men do on this show. Oh my gosh just Talking it up. And apparently, David failed out of sniper school. That's a little disturbing, knowing who David is. can <laughs> <laughs> you failed out of sniper school. Who does that? But David beat the David killed eight. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he Frank. But, but finding out about Frank's injuries that are contributing to him not being able yes. to function properly, and then how then David moving Frank into their home, <laughs> getting a hospital bed, bathing him. The greatest thrill of my life was actually getting you up and throwing you in the shower for the first time. Uh, Bathing his balls. It's one thing to throw me in the shower. It's another thing trying to grab my balls. I, I, I can wash my own balls. I hurt my knees. I didn't hurt my hands. Right. <laughs> Bathing those balls. <laughs> uh, Dolores even said on that interview that he was feeding him mm-hmm. even when he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Del- I think Dolores' mom would be proud of this relationship. I want. <laughs> I just want to hang out with Frank and uh, Joe Gorga, and now I guess apparently David as well. Yeah. It sounds like a good time. Maybe in the future man we all move in with you. David uh, says that Dolores shoots better than Frank. He's like saying, that's like saying you shoot like a girl is what he was trying to say. Yeah, she, you could just say she could dig a grave really fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, saying shoot like a girl as far as I'm concerned is anything. But did you than what hear did you hear Frank say let's get some coffee in the VIP room at the shooting range? Is there VIP rooms in in shooting ranges? I don't know. The only ones I've been to there's like A 15-year-old that, like, is running the whole thing, and it's in an open range, and you just the only rule is don't shoot each other. I have no idea. You know, we do go to a place, uh, a great burger joint that has a shooting range attached to it. Yes, (laughs) 357 Burgers in Salt Lake City. We should see if they have a VIP area. Oh, what a bougie shooting range. (laughs) uh, Frank and David have a really sweet boyfriend moment. You know, Frank thanks David for taking care of him. Um, but I just love how Jersey men bust each other's balls. I love, it. I love. They're like, it, it's so <laughs> kind of homoerotic a little bit in some certain ways. <laughs> exactly. But it's, they're all just straight guys. They don't care. And No, that's they're confident in who they are. Yeah, and I like that. each other. Frank tells David that he's procrastinated on getting engaged by blaming the house construction. Honestly, you're a great doctor. You're a mediocre boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank is rooting for them to work out. I loves both of yous. I'm there because I love both of you. Yeah, there's lots of yous. Yeah, I love both of yous. <laughs> love... Maybe yous will move in together. <laughs> maybe, yous... maybe all of us will move in together. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ladies arrive at that beautiful cabin. Beautiful cabin. And uh, Melissa Gorga pulls a Ramona and Sonia and runs to find the very first room. Yeah, that's like a big issue in the Housewives franchises whenever they go on vacation. Who's going to get the best rooms? Yeah. Jennifer Aiden doesn't care. Who is... We got where Zen Jen. Jen? We, yeah, where is we, Jennifer got, Aiden we got <laughs> We got Zen Jen this season. <laughs> we do. We got uh, Zen Jen. We got Jen. A, a new form. Right. <laughs> Jen Shaw just started off in the reunion and it seeped up to New Jersey. I it, love it that Margaret's like, I should have brought some gummies with me. I you. know. I was um, like, girl, yes. I'm part of... You need to come to Pleasure Island. You know what? I really should have brought gummies with us. (laughs) Come to Pleasure Island with us. Put Margaret on Pleasure Island. And once again, Teresa needs to take that opportunity to blurt out that Jackie isn't there. Ha ha ha. Jackie is not missing out. Just saying. Desperation called, and it's for Teresa. Girl. (sighs) I wouldn't mind just seeing a little bit of them just having a fun time. Yeah, they're not really having a fun time. I wouldn't mind just seeing, you know, a little bit of footage of Teresa not ruining it with Talk About Jackie. Mm -hmm. no one Teresa's like why aren't you guys biting why aren't you guys biting because no one's biting no No one one is biting they're all we're like we're here to escape our husbands we're here to escape our children Mm -hmm. we're here to escape life we're here to escape the drama between you and Jackie she didn't come let's drop it gosh um, so then cut to Jackie's home and she's giving the boys a hair. Buzz cuts for everyone! Salon mommy is open! <laughs> Salon mommy is open! <laughs> uh, she found out that she likes cutting her hair, that she finds it oddly satisfying. Like, comparing it to popping a zit. Ugh. It's like popping a zit. It's so good. Oh, I love popping zits. Uh, uh, it's like my favorite thing in the world. I mean, I, I well, I don't want to gross out our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure half of our listeners out there are pimple poppers. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, I am too. That's why I don't want to get too deeply into it. Um, uh, there is terrible tension between Jackie and Evan. He's upset, really, just at the show. This reminds me of the whole tension that Whitney created in Jen Shaw's marriage because of her bringing something up. You yeah, know? and another husband who is upset that their wife is on a a show that's making the uh, affecting their personal lives mm-hmm. you know um, now we go through a series of makeup shots of women getting their makeup done <laughs> and like George, yes, um, I love Margaret when she's outside getting pictures and stuff, and she's like, "Make me laugh so I look natural in the picture," and it's true. Two, <laughs> three. <laughs> <She's great. laughs> <laughs> I know. That's that so much. <laughs> and I like, and then Melissa's like, "Let me see those boobs." These are the first time I'm seeing these boobs out and about. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, "These are the first time I've seen these bo- these boobs out and about." Yes. <laughs> Again, is it going to rain today? I don't think so. <laughs> there is a sixty four percent chance it's not raining right now. <laughs> it's always 64 I or 65%. I don't know. I just 60 I'm trying not to say 69. I do love Melissa's outfit. It's very cute. It's like a denim short jumpsuit, like a skirt short skirt jumpsuit. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't love Dolores's denim dress as much as I no, like no, no, no. I Melissa's like denim That shirt. it looked um Amish. It's, yeah, I, I didn't love it as much. But she's in the kitchen. She's ready to start drinking. Mm-hmm. I love that Margaret's boobs want to say hi to everybody at every possible moment. They're not bad, right? No. She has a social areola. It's Nip Slip one Night. Oh. I've always had the social areola, but it's getting a little rough. I, lo- I love that and social areola. Oh, you have social areolas. I do. <laughs> Sometimes my areola. Get- oh, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You guys, <sighs> it, now, you're going to have to post that on social media. Hunter just pulled a Heather Gay. I got my Good Time Girl shirt he, on, he just, so you know what you got to, whoo! He splashes <laughs> boobs up on the window. <laughs> Put them up on the glass. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Okay, let's do shots. Yeah, Teresa's ready to drink also. She's ready to find a rich man who will do her three times a day. Yeah, she wants to have sex three times a day. We get to see some of the, this is a moment of the old, like, first season, Teresa. See, where, I don't know Teresa. Yeah, you it's a t- completely different human being. It's a mm. completely different human being. It this was. Teresa fun. is in heat. Yeah, <laughs> amen, sister. I love it that when they're talking about like what they like about certain men. And Margaret says, "I like big hands that yeah. grab you. You know, maybe choke you a little bit." I like a guy with big hands who could grab you. She didn't say that, but you the- <laughs> know. <laughs> You Those... know, I like a big man, like a man with big hands. That was in parentheses. Yeah, you saw it in her eyes. You just <laughs> didn't see of. it in her mouth. <laughs> You're a sicko. <laughs> um, they show up at Chateau on the Lake Restaurant. Dinner time. They have a really cute outdoor lake view. The ladies are ready to drink now. Yep. And uh, did you notice that while everyone's doing their thing, Jennifer Aiden's just sitting there taking selfies? I didn't <laughs> see that. That's funny. Love that. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Margaret doesn't drink. Oh, okay. So everyone was doing shots of Margaret. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Margaret doesn't drink. Um, So Jackie ends up texting everyone but Teresa, and of course, Teresa needs... That's a perfect opportunity for Teresa to, you know, do the male equivalence of a chest puff to everybody and try to tear tear Jackie down again. (laughs) Well, Teresa says... If Jackie sits and thinks about it, I wasn't trying to maliciously hurt her. (laughs) I'm like, well, then what were you trying to do? Yeah. (laughs) And then flashback to Teresa talking to Gia. This is mage. Yeah, because you have some stuff about this. Yeah, well, because... Recently, in social on social media, Gia has made the official statement that she should not have been used as an example. And now, Gia is the one who is hurting, and Jackie's family is just fine. But here, Gia is like, "Well, mom, you said something to hurt her, so she was saying something back to hurt you." Like, exactly, she was, had such a clear like clarity of like, "Mom, I know mm-hmm. who you are. I know what exactly. you're doing, and I know how you're spinning this." Exactly. So I was like, "Why? Why the story?" change probably because maybe some pressure at home i don't know just saying um oh gosh did you hear the food that they're getting seafood tower lamb swordfish crab lobster etc i love that they always show what the housewives are ordering but i I love that's so much food well they they don't and they eat like three bites of it probably yeah. You know, well some of those ladies might like to eat, I don't know. Margaret does not want to talk about the drama anymore. She wants to talk about finding a man for Teresa. Uh, and Jennifer uh Aiden. Aiden, she just says uh did you bring the Lilo? Did you bring the Lilo? The Lilo? The Lilo? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's a Lilo? You know what a Lilo is. <laughs> and then it comes out to find out that Teresa's husband is selling sex toys now. And immediately, my first thought was, is he making replicas of his, you know... Thing <laughs> and, and they ask that. Somebody and they do, that. yeah. No, 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 no. And they're disgusted. Everyone's disgusted by yeah. it. And I am just a little bit, because it just, like, he went through all that financial issues, and he's living somewhere else, and you know he's just doing it to, like, make a lot of money. Yeah, and he just... just invested in some yeah. of those company But yeah. he, she's, Teresa said he sent her one, <laughs> and it's amazing. And they're like, do you just put it on or in? And she's like, both, honey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems that Teresa and Joe might be getting along. Who knows? Ugh. And um, that, and now Jennifer's nipples make an appearance out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, Melissa doesn't use a vibrator because Joe always wants sex. My goodness. This guy. made me so uncomfortable when Teresa's like, well, you're with my brother that wants sex like all the time. Does he make you come? I know. I was like, yay! Like every time? <laughs> That was disgusting. I'm like, I I don't know. And Melissa's like, I'm not going to discuss that with you, you weirdo. I'm not having this conversation with you, you weirdo. (laughs) And I completely agree. That was so uncomfortable. I'm like, that's your, that's your brother. You realize that, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe she, you know. So the conversation moves to Dolores and David and she calls him a big vagina. And she also said that he's not great in bed. So here's where I'm concerned about this. Because in my mind, the way I had it all arranged was that, you know, she gets to live with her best friend, Mm ex-husband, Frank, with whom she's not intimate. And then David fills in those other blanks. Mm-hmm. So, like, she has kind of the best of both worlds. But if he's not that great in bed, what's she getting out of it? Yeah, what is going on with this relationship? What is she show? getting out of it? Frank, what are you doing? To well, her? actually, I know what she's getting. <laughs> actually, I do know because in that interview, she said that really she is kind of having the best of both worlds because she got um, in the relationship with David. After they didn't get engaged, she realized like maybe this is a good thing because now I can go out and live and still have a man to come home to. Okay, she's like, I was going out to. She's here making the best of and, what she was, gonna... you know. Yeah, doing housewife stuff and celebrity stuff and having her space. Yeah, and then coming home and there's a guy there who's glad to see her and just to talk to her, talk to her about her day. So get it, be a soundboard. Um, I And then we talk about Melissa and Jennifer, and uh, Margaret is thankful that Melissa and Jennifer aren't getting along, but... Are getting along. Yeah, that they are getting along, yeah. but Melissa... I was like, Melissa, why'd you have to be snide about this? Am I being self-absorbed this evening? Yeah, she's do like, I find too self-absorbed. self-absorbed? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? <laughs> that... All the cutscenes through this entire episode, Jennifer has been like cutting her down and being like, "Oh, maybe if I was a mirror, you would have said hello," you know, talking about her vanity and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So you know, like Jennifer and but them are Jennifer, not getting along. Get, Jen, Zen, Jen. She apologizes and wants to start fresh. I just love this new Jennifer. But what I don't love is that Teresa brings up Jackie Jackie again. Yeah, I'm glad Jackie didn't come. I don't think it would have been good. Wait, are we back on this subject? Yeah, if you don't watch the show, we're not just constantly going around in circles. Teresa's going around in circles. It's just, it's annoying and it's so Mean Girl. Teresa's mind works in mysterious ways. Teresa's mind works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> cobs, cobwebs, <laughs> hair extensions. It goes through, like, the little cobs and the cobwebs and the hair extensions, and then it comes out in, like, a dump. way. There is all sorts of things to, like, convolute the truth before it gets to her brain. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the episode ends with a free round of shots from some gentlemen at a nearby table. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow, this um, New Jersey, two episodes in and they are giving it. Yeah, they're doing it. It's, it's very entertaining. Oh, I'm absolutely loving it. We're only we're saying see you soon to Salt Lake City. Yes. Season two's already filming, already been announced. Mm-hmm. So see you soon, Salt Lake City. We are going to miss you so, so terribly much. Maybe we'll just have to go back and rewatch the season. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, in the meantime, don't forget to join us on all of our social media outlets on Facebook and Instagram. We are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can also email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. We have started filming um, our episodes, and so we put little clips up on our YouTube and our Instagrams and our our Face social notes. medias and our, our Twitters, <laughs> um, and we are also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Anchor, Anchor FM. Um, you can find us pretty basically anywhere you listen to a podcast, but Absolutely. if you don't listen to podcasts, listen to our Audio on YouTube. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, we are ending with ending the Salt Lake City chapter, and it's been a wild ride and fun. But we are really excited about this New Jersey season. Have a great week, y'all. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. I'm wetting my whistle with. Alcohol. (laughs) That's such a good tongue twister. (laughs) What'd you say? I'm wetting my whistle. And what did I say? With alcohol. With (laughs) alcohol. I'm wetting my whistle with alcohol.